what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. We're on episode 109 of my little wrestling recap show, where once a week, sometimes twice a week, I go through all of the major AEW and WWE shows, give you the recap, give you the review, let you know what's going on storyline-wise in both of these companies, and at the end of the show, I give out my three stars of the week, awarding my three favorite matches that I witnessed with my eyeballs, and when there's a big old pay-per-view, I will do a separate episode reviewing that pay-per-view, and that is what we're doing today. I will be reviewing NXT's Vengeance Day at the FNM Bank Arena in Cloxonville, Tennessee. Let's dive into it. We got six matches on the card, and we are kicking this show off with the Dusty Cup Tournament Finals match. It is Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes going up against Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker. Breaker, explosive flipping stunner on Melo, and then Breaker goes full speed into the ropes and a very, very scary situation. He gets his head gets caught up into the ropes, and he was going so fast, man. Everything, it happened so fast. Damn near, like, decapitates himself, almost breaks his neck. Thankfully, he's okay. He's just kind of got, like, a, I don't know, a scratch, a gash. Something is on his forehead. But holy shit, that was absolutely terrifying moment. We try to move on through that. Breaker throws both Trick and Mello at the same time. Then hurls his partner, Baron Cor- Corbin, over the ropes, onto Trick and Mellow, and then he says, fuck it, Bron- or Breaker goes to the top rope, and then just dives off the top rope onto everybody. Oh my god, dude. Braun Breaker, absolute animal right here. Thumbs up. Trick tweaks his knee during one of the hot tags. He goes for a kip-up and just hurts his knee, so that's going to be playing a part in the night. Mello is speared by Breaker. Trick falls out of the ring. Breaker pins and wins. Corbin and Braun Breaker win the Dusty Cup. God damn. Uh, well, that was a chaotic mess of a match. I mean, Braun Breaker damn near killing himself on that rope situation. I feel like that threw the whole entire match off. Like, after that happened, the ref, like, there was so much talking in the ring, so they were definitely, I think they had to start calling some stuff on the fly, and that definitely hurt the pacing of this match. There was quite a few moments where they were just, like, setting up a spot, and you can kind of just see them, like, getting into place. It was very not smooth. Uh, not all the spots hit very well, but I will shout out Braun Breaker, man. Like, that dude, even though he almost killed himself, like, he didn't stop. He just kept going, so... Very awesome performance from Braun Breaker. Thankfully, he's okay. Like, I haven't heard anything, but fuck me. That scared the shit out of me. Um, Yeah, like I said, quite a bit of clunky spots throughout. The finish even was kind of messy as well. But I still kind of overall enjoyed this match still, but... Yeah, like, I was definitely... I was personally thrown off after that rope situation, because I was just... Like, I I was barely watching the match necessarily for what it was. I was just watching to make sure, like, everyone was okay. But uh, I still kind of liked the match overall. It definitely didn't hit the way I imagined they were all hoping it was going to. I'll give it a 6 out of 10 with a grain of salt because of the scary situation that went on in the ring. But we move on now to Dijak versus Joe Gacy in a no-disqualification match. Uh, last time we left these two off, it was Joe Gacy getting tossed off of a trailer and into a into a trash can. So these two do not like each other. 
Gacy crashes into Dijak near the barricade. I think Gacy's foot catches a fan in the face. I didn't get a replay on that, but that's what I'm gauging out of that. So, goddamn. Gacy pulls out a crate of toy cars and tosses them all over a table. Interesting. There might have been some Legos in there, too. Gacy, trash can on his head, and he just rams himself into Dijak. That looked quite painful. Gacy pushing Dijak off of the ropes, and he goes through the toy-covered table, and goodness gracious, that was a nasty fall for Dijak. He goes flying back, just barely catches the table. Like, he hit the table in the worst possible spot that you could have, right around the edge, right where the metal meets the the table in the wood. Just a a painful-looking landing there for Dijak. Dijak now has duct tape wrapped around his eyes he can't see anything and Gacy just goes to town on his body with the kendo sticks again ouch Dijak able to nail a blindfolded feast your eyes but he can't find Gacy for the pinfall that was great you can audibly hear the crowd laughing so well done spot right there I'll give that a thumbs up and he also hit it pretty clean so that was good Dijak then hits a second feast your eyes this time he is able to see pins Gacy for the W Gacy enjoying himself throughout the match, uh, taking a lot of punishment with a smile on his face. So he's doing this like, you know, he loves punishment, kind of like a mankind. I don't know what's going on, but I kind of like what Joe Gacy is doing right now. I enjoyed his performance. And my dude, my boy, Dijak, bro, never lets me down. Another banger right here. Took lots of big bumps. I mean, oh man, that table looked very painful. He definitely earned that W right here. This is a great little brawl. I'll give that an 8 out of 10. Really enjoyed that. We move now to a mixed trios tag team match. It is OTM out the mud. Bronco, Nima, Lucian Price, and Jada Parker going up against the family. It's Tony D. Oh, Stax, Lorenzo, and Rizzo. ODM riding the worst designed bicycles I have ever seen in my life. There is no... No reasonable way to ride that bicycle. It's just it's just dumb looking. Anyway, Dawn and Rizzo taking turns hurling each other into ODM. That was nice. Stax takes uh, two stiff elbows right to the face. How you doing? Stax then launched over the ropes. He wipes out ODM. Rizzo not far behind him. Off the top ropes. She wipes out ODM again. We got the bada bing, bada boom from the dawn, and the family grabbed the W. Entertaining mixed tag team match. I thought both squads were looking pretty good. I'm a big old fan of Rizzo, I just, just in general. You know, I haven't seen much of her, but she's that Italian, and I just love it. She's just, mm, love that stuff right there. Stax, oh man, he was the absolute punching bag in this one, taking uh, taking the brunt of the offense from ODM and did a good job making them look good. And Parker as well, looked, I thought she looked pretty impressive, uh, especially earlier on in the match. I enjoyed this, six and a half out of ten. We go to a backstage segment, it's Trick and Carmelo Hayes. Trick asking Carmelo why he took a spear for him, and well, it's pretty freaking obvious, Melo did it to help Trick not take extra damage for his match later on with Dragunov. So everything's still good. We're friends. We're homies. We're, we're backing each other up. Moving off. They lost. It was obviously disappointing, but they're moving on. There's another match to be had later on. Moving on, we got the NXT Women's Championship match. Lyra Valkyria defending against Roxanne Perez. 
Perez landing high off of a mean German suplex. How you doing? Then she hits a nice Frankensteiner from Perez. Nails the Pop Rocks, but out comes Lola Vice. She runs down and she cashes in her title shot, making it a triple threat match. All right. So we get a really cool DDT Russian leg sweep combo by Perez taking out both competitors. Lyra powering up Roxanne for a Nightwish, showing off her impressive strength. Lola then almost steals the pin away from Lyra. She just shoves her off, grabs it. I thought she fucking had it there. I was popping. Roxanne hits Pop Rocks. Tatum Paxley, though, she runs down, stops Roxanne from pinning Lyra. And it's all legal because it's a triple threat now. So I was like, oh, snap, that's smart. Nightwish on Vice. Valkyria retains the NXT Women's Championship. Fun twist mid-match, turning it into a triple threat. I dig that, so I'll give that a thumbs up. No, it's not the most intelligent use of Lola Vice's contract. I mean, she probably should have waited till the match was over. But it again, it just it made it a triple threat midway through. So I, I thought that was cool. The singles match portion was good. Lyra and Roxanne, lots of smooth counters and offense, working really well with each other. And then the triple threat portion really turned up the pace. We get a lot of wild near falls. Lola was throwing a whole bunch of kicks all over the place. Paxley being Lyra's guardian angel, I enjoyed that. And it was smart because it was also legal. So if Lyra's going to come at Paxley on NXT, she'd be like, well, it was legal, I was helping you out. And even throughout the match, it looked like Lyra didn't even notice that Tatum Paxley did what she did. So that kind of adds in a little bit more intrigue to their storyline. I thought this was a great match. 8 at 10. We move back to a backstage segment. It's Riley Osborne of Chase U. And he asked Thea Hale to be his valentine. Aww. But then Lexus King shows up later. He's being rude to Thea. It's Osborne to the rescue. He starts brawling with King. So I imagine they're going to be moving into some sort of program on NXT. Moving on, we got the North American Championship match. Oba Femi defending against Dragon Lee. We got a nasty double stomp right to Oba Femi's face from Dragon Lee off the mid rope. How you doing? Femi answers back with two brutal-looking backbreakers, just, ugh, breaking Dragon in half. Dragon manages to powerbomb Femi off of the ropes. Oba hurls Dragon into a chair. That looked painful. Oba hits the pop-up powerbomb, and Oba Femi retains the North American Championship. I mean, damn, dog, Oba Femi, this dude is for real. Very impressive performance. Doing a really good job with Oba so far, making him look Damn near unstoppable. He's huge. He's like six foot three. They're claiming he's over 300 pounds. Very muscular, fast, athletic. Yeah, dude. And Dragon was selling great, making him look really good. Wasn't a squash match, but Oba was definitely in control for the majority of the match. Pretty good. Six and a half out of ten. Now we get to the main event match. NXT Championship on the line. Ilya Dragunov defending against Trick. Williams with Carmelo Hayes. We get a German suplex on the outside from Ilya, and then he stares down Melo while delivering a Death Valley driver onto the apron. Good lord. Dragunov takes a bookend off of the apron to the floor. That just looked painful as hell. Melo takes a swing at Dragunov, misses, falls down accidentally, hitting Trick's injured knee. Oh no. 
Dragunov bleeding a lot now from his nose. Takes a H-bomb to the face. Trick goes for the spinning kick, but his knee gives out. Oh, no. H-bomb and a top rope H-bomb from Ilya, but Trick kicks out. Referee is taken out. Trick nails the running knee. New referee comes down. Late count. Dragunov able to kick out. And we had like an 8 to 10 count on that one. So referee super late. Both men jousting finish. They just collide into each other. It's Dragunov's torpedo beating Trick's knee. Dragunov pins and retains. Wow. That was a beautiful performance from Dragunov and Trick. The story that they told in the ring was just awesome. Really stiff fight. Both men were bleeding. Like, before the match even began, like, Trick was already bleeding from the mouth. Dragunov may have broken his freaking nose. Like, he was bleeding, and then all of a sudden he was, like, really bleeding. I, I dig that. Really added to the story i mean when trick was in the he was in a submission and the, and the blood was just pouring out of his mouth and he was screaming like oh what a moment that was looks so freaking good Ilya dragunov selling was amazing you know trick he put it all out there that was probably his best performance to date is trick williams like an incredible wrestler no but he has improved so damn much and he has gotten so much better the crowd loves this guy crowd was super into this match so was i nine out of ten this was an amazing match we're not done yet though carmelo is in the ring he's praising trick for an amazing effort he was so close and then it happens Mello attacks trick Going after the bad knee, he grabs a chair and just beats the bejesus out of Trick's knee. And bam, baby, there it is. Carmelo Hayes becoming the biggest heel in NXT in an instant. For a second there, I will admit, I didn't think it was going to happen. Like when Trick and Melo were in the ring there and Melo's all like, you were so close, man, you were so close. I thought they were actually going to wait. I thought they were going to hold on to it for a little bit longer. I knew from, like, <laughs> I knew this was coming at some point, but I honestly thought we were going to keep this going a little bit longer, but bam, they pulled the trigger. I thought they did a really good job with it overall. Because um, they, they did get me. Like, for a while there, I was like, okay, it's happening any day now. And then for a minute there, they really did have me like, oh, okay, it seems like everything's cool. They're going to they're gonna put it on the back burner for a little bit, but then they pull it back out. So I, I'm good with it. It's going, obviously, they've done... A great job here at making NXT must-watch television on Tuesday night. I gotta see what the fuck Mello's gonna say. What is Trick gonna do? And and all that stuff. I mean, it's gonna be amazing. So, great job right there. That's the end of the pay-per-view. And I thought it was a well-done PLE or pay-per-view. I don't really like saying PLE. But the, the opener was scary as hell. Thankfully, Braun Breaker is okay. I feel like if... You know, if everything went smoothly, that potentially could have been the match of the show. Like, the way that Breaker was moving, man, he is so explosive. He's so fast and powerful. I am a I'm a big old fan of Braun Breaker, man. This guy is awesome. Uh, but the opener, yeah, I was just... I was thrown off. I think everyone was thrown off with that scary situation. But I, I thought they did recover pretty well. Like, it, it wasn't a disaster. It just wasn't very smooth. The main event was awesome, so I feel like they... You know, they left me happy at the end. They threw in a lot of nice video packages for all the matches. Your classic, you know, building up the storyline, which I feel like AEW should be doing a bit of a better job. They don't really do a lot of video package stuff. 
WWE that's like been their bread and butter for for 20 years now. They have always done really good video packages. They threw in some nice segments there to kind of break up the matches, so that was good. The Thea Hale and Osborne thing that was really cute. Could have gone for maybe a little bit more of Trick and Mellow behind the scenes. They did have the one moment there, but maybe set up a little bit more. I don't know. No stinkers on this show in terms of matches. The the lowest rated one was the opener, but all of them were, were really solid to good. I feel like everyone stepped it up a bit more on this show. It definitely didn't feel like uh, NXT matches. It was definitely a step up. I appreciate that. We get a little bit of blood. Crowd was good. I'm feeling this pay-per-view, dog. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. So let me know what was your favorite match. Mine personally is the main event, Trick Williams. The story that they told leading up to this and then the big fallout at the end. Um, in terms of predictions, you know, I nailed that. I, I didn't think that they were going to pull the trigger with uh, Trick. You know, give him the double dip. He wins the tournament, wins the championship. Personally, I just don't think Trick is ready for that uh, in ring-wise. Like, I don't think he's the, he's ready yet to run a match on his own. He's He still needs to be in the ring with very talented wrestlers to to have it, but... The guy's got it, man. He's got something that other guys don't. He's got that charisma. There's there's something to him. He's got a great look. He is definitely over with the crowd. So uh, I just think they're going to do a, a slow burn with Trick and, and bring him along. He's going to get through this Mellow thing. I imagine Mellow at the end of this is going to move up to the, to the main roster that he's already been up there a few times already. So... We'll finish this story. Who knows how long this Carmelo trick thing is going to last. This could last months and months and months. It could be a few weeks, but uh, I'm, I'm very excited to see how this is going to go, how they're going to book trick throughout this Carmelo feud and how it's all going to fall out. It's going to be very, very interesting and um, curious to see what they're going to do now with Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. They're going to stick these two as a tag team for a little bit. They could go on a very dominating tag team run, I feel like. Like, God, and, and they were getting called a-holes from the crowd when they won. So, like, there's a lot of great potential for a really awesome heel tag team to go on with Braun Breaker. And and why not? Like, Braun's already been the champion. Why not have him be have a little tag team run and, and just have a little fun? I don't know. Throwing a little variety there for Braun Breaker. But, uh, yeah, again, just so happy he's okay that scared the fucking hell out of me there was a few bumps throughout this pay-per-view that um some close calls there and the and the ropes at the beginning of the in that first match like uh not only that baron or uh, sorry breaker get slipped up in the ropes there but i think right after that uh, i forget who did a moonsault but someone did a moonsault and their foot also slipped so i don't know if they're dealing with some rope problems there but fuck me sideways get that shit freaking figured out let me know what your favorite match was. Let me know what your least favorite match was. I can't really say there was a least favorite match. I thought they were all fine. So I, I can't really sit there and say that uh, the opener was my least favorite because I still got a lot out of that. Braun Breaker going absolutely nuts. I loved it. So yeah, let me know what you guys thought of the pay-per-view. How, what what are we going to do with Trick moving forward? Did they, did they maybe blow their shot not letting Trick have it? I just... Just didn't feel it, man. I just I just didn't feel it coming into the pay-per-view. It just wasn't time for me. If they gave it to Trick, it would be a great moment. But I think it would have been a not good championship run. Because I just don't think he's 
in-ring ready just yet, but god dang, he just keeps getting better and better, really good pay-per-view, let me know what you guys thought of the pay-per-view, and that's it everybody, thank you so much for listening, you want to be even more awesome, so make sure you're hitting that like button, review the podcast, only takes a second of your time, and it really, really helps me out and all that great stuff, if you want to go watch this, I upload all of these onto the YouTube channel, GamerGX Videos, Upload every podcast over there now. Great place to drop a comment. I'd love to answer any questions, concerns about wrestling, video games, hockey, podcasting, whatever. Send in a question. I'd love to read it out live on the podcast for you. That'd be a lot of fun. There's a Twitter page. You can go follow over there. I'll put up announcements and and what's possibly coming and not coming for the podcast, all that great stuff. In terms of what I got planned for this week, probably going to be doing a list video, a top 10, something like that. For the GamerCast, HockeyCast, it's it's going to be a big one for the HockeyCast. Lots of news going down in the NHL this week. The All-Star Game is over. I'll be talking about that. And the Western Conference report cards will be on the next episode. Probably be doing that on Wednesday, so be on the lookout for that. GamerCast, uh, looking for Friday. And there you go, everybody. So, yeah, just check around. Stick around with the GX Plus cast and all that great stuff. And we will be back again with some more GX Plus cast.